something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking shit about weddings. We're going to talk specifically about somebody's wedding tonight. We are. It's Um, a special day. It is a special day. Pam brought over some nice champagne. I did. Um, so let's introduce our guest to talk a little bit about your gift okay. and why it showed up in my home. Yes. And how we already consumed it. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for the third time. What? Third and a half. Because he did also do a guest appearance on Miguel's episode to tell an anecdote. That's true. It is the co-host of the worst to first football podcast and the love of my life my husband tristan what up yay it's nice to be here again yeah yeah i uh i gotta say i don't want you to know exactly which one of those i'm more proud of but uh whatever you know the listenership is what it is but uh you you are always my listener, so I know that. I am your your listener for life. <laughs> somebody has, somebody has to figure out the electronics. I, d- I don't know how to use GarageBand, so I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the reason, just to be completely honest, mm-hmm. Tristan, what is today? Today is the anniversary number nine of when you and I became betrothed. Is it nine or eight? Nine. I, I oh, it's nine. I swear to God, woman, I'm walking <laughs> I thought out it was now. eight. You're oh, my God. Nine. We got married How nine How dare years. you sully this day? <laughs> even I know this. Even even Pam knows. Even Pam knows. Well, because I know that I've been married for eight, and you got oh, married before me, so God, I'm like, it has to be nine. Thank God I have you two in my life. I've been married <laughs> nine years. If you asked me, if a person came up to me on the street and said, ma'am, how long have you been married? I've been like, first of all, love talking about weddings. You found the right lady. <laughs> Second, you'd say still. Also, don't, the answer is four. I would say I don't second, you'd, you'd say don't call me ma'am. But no, uh, I'm Southern. I'm okay with ma'am. All right, it sounds a yeah. little old, but mm. uh, most people don't like ma'am. But I grew yeah. up in the South, so I see it as a form of respect. You know, it doesn't seem like a form of respect. Not knowing how long you've been married to me. It's because you're so young looking. It can't uh, be nine years. Don't, don't, don't even. Did I say that? Don't oh, even dear. without. No. Okay. No. So, but seriously, before we get into a little snippet about our wedding, I do want to talk a little bit more about today and how we each went about celebrating these blissful nine years of wedded bliss. Um, Tristan, mm-hmm. what did you bring to the table? I brought my fine ass podcasting skills. What happened? <laughs> well, I was I was going to stop and get something probably incredibly valuable, certainly very heartfelt. And uh, at a grocery store? Oh yeah, maybe like a seven eleven. Uh, <laughs> tell me what, what what was your actual plan? Tell me, uh, storekeep, what do you have in diamonds? When you here? realized that you didn't have time when before that, what was your plan to get me? Was it just well, like was, flowers from Trader Joe's? It, it might have been, but we talked about. It. I was apparently there was a really good special on the Halo Top, so I was going to get a uh, cartload of that. I love Halo Aww. Top ice cream. That's fair. She does. Well, that the good thing is that somebody who loves you. We're on the same page because for your anniversary gift, there are five cartons of Halo Top in our freezer because there was a sale. Every every uh, every one of these years is better than the last. I got. I True also love. got him two, certainly certainly fatter, but uh, I also got him two dozen roses. 
because I'm romantic from the grocery store. But I also decided just for funsies to get a sheet cake because it was a it was a good deal and it kind of looked like wedding cake because it was the white on white. It like, kind of did. But I appreciate the fact that there was nothing on it. Well, that's because <laughs> this is what you know. Because I mean, going, it's just like here's some, the lady here's had some, gone home. Here's well, some the, white office paper for you. It's blank. <laughs> the lady that was left behind the counter, I picked up the sheet cake and very excitedly said, "Can you write something on this for me?" And she went, "I've never done this before. I could try." <laughs> But and you, looking you back, said no. You didn't go I either? regret not just diving Trying. in. I was, I was just <laughs> looking at like that. Is, that would make it the best possible gift. To I say, was trying like, to be on a home. I oh was trying God, to be fantastic. on time for getting home, which is why I didn't want to go down the the crazy route of like I don't know what this bitch is gonna do. <laughs> that would have been amazing. I regret it. I do. I regret it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that would that would have been like Instagram worthy for right. the podcast. So I got. Terrible grocery writing. store flowers and a sheet cake mm-hmm. you got nothing pam what did you bring to our ninth wedding anniversary <laughs> vuv you brought a bottle of vuv champagne heck yeah pam spent more on our wedding anniversary than both of us combined <laughs> you know what it was the gift that gives because you opened that up and i got a little bit of vuv oh my god before we go any <laughs> So that's how that's how we're starting the podcast. We've already finished most of it. I have a little bit of a glass left. Pam's done. I'm Tristan's out. moved on to another type of wine. To all the brides out there that are listening, this is what you have to look forward to is nine years of missing the day and having potentially other people buy you champagne. You know so, what? No, I feel like Pam down. is kind of like my podcast husband. <laughs> so this fair. works. That's yeah, fair. I'm here for you. Just be clear. You went with podcast husband, not podcast wife. Oh, yeah. You know what? Fluid, whatever she wants to be, I'm going to be <laughs> yeah. fine with it. It's you fine. see, it's a spectrum, kids. Yeah, that's true. Um, so uh, welcome to Wedding Confessionals. <laughs> if you've never listened before, this is a great episode to start with. Um, the way the show works is that um, we have our listeners submit completely anonymously. Yes. They're confessionals. Sometimes they're rants. Yep. Sometimes they're questions. Sometimes they're really... Just need to vent. Yeah. They're like something happened other times it's like funny things that have happened in the past that was just like you guys got to hear this crazy story and some of those stories yeah. have been crazy they have been <laughs> so and you can still hear like the the tension sometimes in those past stories they're oh, yeah. still there they're like this happened 10 years ago and it doesn't and leave. i'm still holding on to that tension yes. and i'm here for it amazing yeah we can help you release it i love it um we're a form of your therapy and um so we read the confessionals but we always like to bring on a guest today we have a returning guest of my uh my husband shout out to tristan who's zoned out no you're here I'm just letting you, okay. you co-hosts take the lead here. Do but, you want me um, to commandeer this? I mean, you know. So we like to have our guest on. And I we usually have the guest, before we get into confessionals, we have mm-hmm. the guest tell us a little bit about their personal history with weddings. So we understand your point of view before getting into the confessionals where you're giving potentially advice to strangers. So we kind of understand your point of view. But you have been on two and a half times already. Mm-hmm. You came on one and talked about your general history with weddings. I don't remember the number. I Me should neither. look it up. I think it was probably one of the first handful. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes, the ones that Tristan's been yeah, in. I'm it was sorry. Early. It was early I'm really one. bad with doing the research Never. sometimes. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and then you came on once to talk about... We did a, We did some BuzzFeed quiz with him. Oh, that was fun. And then yep. you came in and talked a little bit about our wedding in the middle of Miguel Kamnitzer's episode. Yeah, just one incident of that wedding. Yeah. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about the wedding that we're technically celebrating today. This this is the anniversary of that main wedding that we had on your family's apple orchard. In the apple orchard, mm-hmm. right? Correct. 
but what I want to talk about today, Tristan, is something I don't think we've talked about before. I don't think we have. Which is kind of wild. Tristan, what are we talking about today? So we're going to get into the actual first time we got married, yeah. I suppose. Which we got sounds married. Like dun, dun, dun. Yeah. We got married twice. I know everybody and who's hearing this back in Maine is like, wait, what? what? The, the wedding that we did in Maine was just number a, two. a farce. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> some would say the entire marriage is a farce. But, <laughs> but the, I think the paperwork was probably all signed, sealed, and delivered as of uh, about a month or so beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. So a month before our <laughs> wedding in Maine. Let's back up even before that. So you put... Here we are. It's the mid-80s. It's a crazy time, kids. Reagan's (laughs) in town. Let's go back a decade when you put a ring on my finger. Christmas Day. You call me Fat Hands McGee because the ring does not fit my hand. (laughs) You can listen to that in the episode in the show notes. I think think Ukrainian cage fighter came up with the hands description. Something along those lines. I don't remember, but it was not kind. Um, (laughs) But anyway... Not kind, but fully accurate. But... Like soon after we got engaged and we started talking about getting married and we had this idea of having the wedding on your family's apple orchard and I started to have doubts. Doubts of what? Thoughts. Doubts of having it in Maine? I don't know. I'm just, I'm sort of listening to this. I'm like. You remember this, right? Well, I mean, I don't remember how you felt. Oh. That's the one, one thing I've figured out over the last nine years is not to tell you how to feel because that ends up very, very badly. Don't tell me how man. to feel. Yeah. Yep. I like that. Yep. Also, also not to feel sorry that you feel that way. Oh my God, guys. I'm sorry <laughs> that you feel this way. That's the worst. It's I mean, literally, not it's not even like gasoline on the fire. It's more like, hey, there's a small fire. Let's drop in a, a, a nuclear bomb. <laughs> Fuel on the fire. No, that no, no. That is Let's definitely... Just, a trigger quote for Those me. Those are words, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want okay. to say that. But Anyways. back to, so you proposed and we're talking about planning this wedding in Maine. And the problem is, is that in the back of my mind, I am thinking, and though this is really weird, but I always wanted to elope. I never planned, like I'm not really super tight with a lot of my family. And I just didn't really think of myself as having like this big family wedding. Like it just never was a thing that I always had. And I always thought of romance and people's, I don't know why, but I thought, oh, I would like to have a really private ceremony, probably an elopement, probably on a beach. Like nobody knows, like very, I, I like I thought of it as a very private moment and not a public moment. And I realized that like, I wanted to have the family wedding for you. And because there were so many other people in our community and some of my, my family and, and a lot of our friends and obviously your family and your friends, and they were kind of not only expecting it, but you genuinely wanted to have a wedding, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then there's me with my dumb little idea of having it super private, which would, it's just, just my one thought. It's just you. I'm the one person that wants that. But the issue is I am one of the two people getting married. <laughs> True. So, so how did you solve we, that? We made a compromise. I guess. I mean, you know, compromise almost suggests though somebody's giving something up. I would say we kind of just, I don't you know, we called a compromise. We sort of just did it twice. Let's do both. Man, let's right. do both, baby. That's the best kind of compromise. Like, let's just do all How of long it. ahead of time did you know that you were doing both? Fuck. Pretty oh, early. Yeah, it was not a surprise. And here's the fun part, Pam, who was close friends with me during the wedding planning. Did you know? No. 
You told me after. Yeah. Nobody fucking knew. I told no one. And you told no one. No. I mean, again, I just didn't come up, I guess. Well, I purposely, Which this is, is hilarious. I, I, you know, I said that I immediately like regret saying that, not because it's, I feel bad about it, just because it's not true. Like, we were talking about wedding for about the last eight months in advance of that happening. So yeah. to some extent, yes, weddings were a topic of conversation. But I, um, I remember specifically, I know this is crazy, but one of the reasons why I didn't tell many people was that I was convinced that your mother would find out and she would be heartbroken. And I was so worried about your mom finding out and being upset. Is that crazy? No, no, because I mean, I, I think the structure, <laughs> no, I'm trying to think, is it, is it crazier what she found out or, or would she no. have been heartbroken? No, 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 because I think we were doing bullshit. It. Oh, well, no, because I, I think we, the idea is we were doing sort of a small Mm-mm. private one and then we Patty like would have one. had emotions. She might have been emotional, but I mean, you know, she, she tends to be emotional. About a lot of That's things. what I mean. She's right. a sensitive soul she and sure. she would have taken that as a slight and a sign that we didn't really want to do the main wedding or. I, I'm afraid it really would have hurt her. I was genuinely more than anyone sure. else concerned about her feelings. Well, and, and that's fair. I mean, I think it's, again, the, the idea with the elopement, and I suppose the challenge for a lot of these things is just as, you know, are you, is it ex, is it private or is it exclusive? And that's sort of through the eye of the beholder and the way you frame it. Okay. So that's where'd fair. you guys go? Okay. So after we decided that we we're going to do this and we decided that we were going to tell no one. Yes. Then it became kind of romantic because it was like our super Your little secret. Because secret. we're still planning the fucking wedding the whole time. Like I, the one you, in May. You know I the, know. You, know you were aware. Yes. Well, you know the irony, Pam, of, of it being sort of like secret romantic is the amount of planning that goes into it with uh, the podcast queen, Brooke over here. Uh, there were, I'm sure, multiple spreadsheets about this and the planning and logistics well, you know. yeah, of course. There was a, separate... a romantic weekend getaway with a full spreadsheet six weeks in advance. It's a separate Google folder just for the <laughs> just for the elopement. For the elopement, yes. But what ended up being is that, and it was kind of cool the way that it ended up working out was that we timed it and realized um, I realized that I just literally Googled because we, you know, we were in Southern California, we we're in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to do it in LA. I wanted to kind of get on a short getaway, but we didn't have any time or money to go far. Mm-hmm. I just Googled Santa Barbara elope search and i think santa barbara elopement.com came up like some <laughs> very generic website yeah from there click 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 found an officiant the officiant ended up we ended up choosing had been the mayor of santa barbara like a few years prior really which we didn't realize at the time i just picked her because it was i really wanted to get somebody that wasn't I wanted to get somebody that wasn't like a person of the cloth. I wanted just like somebody kind of neutral. So sure. somebody who's a judge or former judge mm-hmm. qualifies. And Tristan had just graduated from law school. So that, that kind of felt sense. cool. Yeah. I, and I it was a too. woman. And yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah. I love this. this. I, I think on some level too, she was someone who, from my recollection, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but she had been one of the earlier people uh, performing gay weddings. Yep. Which I think was seriously, saw that in her bio. yeah, in her in her plus column, which was again, this was this was oh nine, so this was still somewhat. Of, I don't want to say that was you know it's kind of a you know avant garde thing to do, but it was not necessarily something that a lot of people were excited to do from a 
you know, just the public side of it. I mean, the, the laws on that stuff, we were pretty dicey at that point. Still, yeah. Yeah. So uh, she checked off a lot of boxes. A lot, and we were yeah. like, yeah. let's get this lady. Yeah. So we picked a weekend that she was available and ended up being about a month before um, our wedding. So it was kind of cool because we basically took a mini vacation a month before and just kind of got away. First. Yeah. We all kind of had a weird honeymoon. So we drove. You know what's funny about it too? I think I had taken the bar exam about three days before that. Oh, yeah. Like we did that was not a hell have, of a summer. We just had a <laughs> hotel room and that was all we had really planned. We had booked her. Mm-hmm. We had a place to crash and that we didn't know where we were going to dinner. We had no plans because we were so busy with the wedding planning and he was trying to pass the, the bar. bar. Yeah. So we didn't really so have much going time on. to really plan a really dream vacation. We were like, we just need to legally get this done. So also we were comically broke. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My dress was from old Navy (laughs) for that wedding. Yeah. It was a white summer dress that I got at old Navy. Perfect. I'm pretty sure my shirt was from old Navy too. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like we just went on the beach. It may have come out of a bin. So we arrive. First of all, we had never really been on the beach to Santa Barbara before. Mm -hmm. Turns out it's a bigger longer beach than we were expecting so we got we got lost trying to find her so now we're late to our own wedding great start (laughs) oh no i mean it's a little tricky because you are i mean i will say tricky or funny or something i mean you're on the beach looking around for a 60 year old woman in black robes which is not the normal (laughs) beach Beach attire yeah it it wasn't necessarily Mm -hmm. beach appropriate in most contexts yeah and it was one of those things where i don't think i had an iphone yet i just had my normal like flip phone so trying to find people like on a map and just it was just a mess so we did finally meet up with struggles i know before an iphone for real and so we finally meet up with her she's super nice like Mm -hmm. she just like like she kind of like made a polite dig at about the fact that we were late and then let it go, which is nice because it was our wedding day. Um. <laughs> hey, the mayor of Santa Barbara does not show up late for things. Yeah. Also, the whole drive up, it's weird to be stuck in traffic, but also going, oh, my God, we're getting married. <laughs> we're driving Today. right now to our wedding. Yes. So we get on the beach and she goes, OK, so <laughs> do you have the paperwork? And I showed her the paperwork we had picked up, you know, from the, the city or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, so who's going to be your witness? And we dun, dun, dun. had not prepared for that question. <laughs> that was not on the spreadsheet. It no. was not on the spreadsheet. It was not. <laughs> I was, you know, this, this having been the first time down this uh, wedding rodeo. Yeah. Uh, we both just didn't come up. <laughs> I just stared at her like, uh, we're like, and I, and I just turned to her. Go, Madam Mayor, that's not how elopements work. <laughs> she's like, yeah. You what are you talking needed. about? Don't tell still me needed. how those works. I know. And she goes, well, and I turned to her. And go, is this going to be a problem? Like not having a witness? Like, do we have to cancel this? And she was, she just kind of politely said, you have to have a like legally. I cannot do this unless you have a witness. And in my brain, my brain's broken at this point because my my brain thinks that the witness has to be somebody I really know. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. What am I going to do? Do I schedule this for tomorrow and have somebody drive up? Do I just give up on this? Like, what am I going to do? Like, I just didn't understand what to do at that point. Yeah. But then thankfully, because she's the pro, she just says, it can just be anybody. (laughs) Tristan, Any random person. Tristan and I, I we're just Anybody on the beach in it. Santa Barbara in our old Navy garb with this lady in 
like kind of like she wasn't in close. She did look very official, didn't she? She definitely had black robes on. <laughs> she did. Like a judge. Yeah. So, I mean, it's probably, I don't know if it's like. We're I mean, already it's like looking like, whether it's like are we filming a, like a student film? Like what's happening? Like is what is happening? So, you know, there's enough people on the beach. Uh-huh. It's August. It's, and yeah, it's we August. just it's kind of look to our right and we see this small family and this lady with, she has like two or three kids with her and her husband. Yeah. And I just walked up to her. I mean, I literally, I she said it could be anybody. And Tristan and I locked eyes like, what the fuck? And I just kind of scanned the crowd and then just walked away from the two of them <laughs> and went to this stranger and said, I'm getting married. Will you be my witness? <laughs> Do you <laughs> this, have five minutes? This woman... I mean, it's as if I said, you just won a million dollars. She just said... No way. Oh, it was... I mean, again, she was very, very I nice. I mean, immediately... She, she was like immediately emotionally charged by this. Hands to the cheeks, like, beaming like, I would be honored. This is so Aww. amazing. Like, she's just... I mean, just flushed with right joy. Person. Yes, immediately ditches her family. Oh and is like, she Let's immediately do this. began crying. Like the kids, <laughs> she immediately began the kids crying. Do not come. Yes, as Tristan pointed out, she started crying way before the ceremony <laughs> began, and she cried through the entire <gasps> ceremony. No, really? Our yeah. witness, like, we literally had met couldn't. Forty-five hand- seconds earlier, and I mean, she's very, they're very nice family. Aww. She couldn't handle it. She was so wrapped up in this love story that she got pulled into in the last minute. <laughs> And we had no vows prepared. We just had our, our what, what is it? Our weddingbands.com rings that we yeah, got for like that. 60 bucks. And like, we have nothing really prepared. We're, we just turned to the judge. We're like, whatever you want to do is fine. Like we, there's nothing oh to say. Judge had like, you know, relatively straightforward. And thing. she just kind of nice. just did her, her thing. Boom, boom, boom. She's a professional. And man, that witness though, she was in, I mean, oh at God, points was, so was audibly d- sobbing. <laughs> Oh my god! Like it was a point where I had to lock eyes with Tristan to not laugh at our witness crying through our wedding. Wait, I just imagine. So she's on the beach. Is she like in her bathing suit as your witness? No, there was more of a picnic situation. Okay, yeah, she had like a tank top and shorts on. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you just plucked somebody like coming out of the water. I just looked at somebody. I just kind of thought. (laughs) I think I just decided it was a a first. I'm going to choose a woman that I think is married. Is this one, like just scan for somebody who's probably married who mm-hmm. will like agree with this? Sure. And I'm like, she doesn't look like a person that's going to say no. And also, she is like, also, they were the only people 15 about, feet away. Yeah, they were the only people about 200 yards. So we didn't really want to look at that. You know how walking on the beach is. It's tough yeah. to sand. You know, yeah, where's yeah, the yeah, tire? I hear yeah. Flip flops. Mm. Yeah, you don't yeah, that yeah. nonsense. <laughs> so, yeah, so we had the, mm-hmm. I can tell you nothing about the actual ceremony besides the fact that that woman cried. Do you have any memory of it? Uh, not much about the ceremony. Um, I remember afterwards, oh my as God. it was concluding, yes. she said, would you like to come over to our table and have dinner? And she, I think she, I specifically remember she offered us Gatorade. She offered us Gatorade. She said, would you like some Gatorade? As, and I'm like, well, that's that's fine. I think we're good. Thank you very much. You we, know, but we but thank said you. goodbye, and we did. I feel bad looking back. We rejected her Gatorade. Well, I think she's just. <laughs> you I didn't even just take the Gatorade. I felt well, like we were going to get stuck oh there for a God. long we time. Kind of I was getting hungry. This, you know? <laughs> I mean, you know, 
it was tough because you know from from being on the beach and the the sun we were you know the electrolytes were low but oh my god uh, yeah i mean it was it was just like we had gone through all the traffic on the 101 getting to santa barbara we were late to our wedding super stressful the wedding itself was a lovely 10 minutes and i was just like i just need a drink yeah it kind of reminds me of the driving up part because you have this this whole thing of you know you shouldn't see your your bride or your groom i suppose the day of and when comparing that to being in a relatively slow moving two hour car ride <laughs> you should stay with the don't see them today it's it is greatly preferable um, oh man so you yeah. agree with that de- that advice yeah i'd stick to that one that's mm-hmm. that's a better option than and being then the we just went to hours. a seafood restaurant and had dinner did just, you have a drink oh yeah, oh, I'm okay, sure, good. yeah. we had some beers Hung and yep. because we had like a bunch of fried like fish food, so we had a bunch of beers or whatever. And then I remember nothing says wedding bliss like fried clams. I know, yeah, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was great. That was our reception, which is the two of us eating like fried fish and beers. So then I remember though my last memory of the elopement day is that we get to the hotel room the week. It was just like a comfort inn. It wasn't anything fancy because again we're broke and we're getting everything at the last minute. Yeah, and Santa Barbara is expensive. It is. Yep. And um. I remember that Tristan was like really exhausted and I just don't sleep well in hotel rooms. Okay. So I was awake. So we, I just had the television on just watching whatever. Cause I foolishly didn't bring a book and just didn't think about it. So now I'm just awake and it's like midnight in this random shit hotel room. And what is the name of the show? Is it cheaters? Cheaters. Is, is that the reality that was on for TV a while, show yeah. where they, if you suspect your loved one is cheating on you and then you basically bust them? Yeah. Yes. I watched like a three hour marathon of cheaters on your wedding on night. On my wedding night. <laughs> oh my God. Just to, for all those who are out there, yes, they are cheating. Yeah. They're all cheating. <laughs> they were definitely, like, definitely I was cheating. I like, being like, is this symbolic? Should I take this as a, it's fine. <laughs> oh my God. It's fine. The one where the guy got stabbed was not on there, which was... What? Yeah, there was an episode of Cheaters where they'd gone on a fishing boat and then the guy got stabbed by a cheater, I believe. To be honest with you, that night was the one and only night I've ever seen the show Cheaters. I think I know it existed, but Mm -hmm. I never watched it because it's dark. I like talking about love. I like talking about people cheating. It's sad. On your wedding night. Well, you know, he was asleep and there was like seven channels. It's a comfort inn. (laughs) Like it's like two a.m. Like what were my options? It's right. like that or like the weather, you know. <laughs> so yeah, so guys, that's um that's our wedding story for this portion of the. <laughs> you kind of rang it on the like, old comfort inn. I mean, we had the rest of the weekend up there. It was nice. Oh, that's true. We nice. did. We went to Solvang. Yes, mm. it was really fun. Love that. We had a lot of wine. And we had like good wine and good food in well, Solvang. That's what you do. That's yeah. what you do. Well, I mean, aside from like the Danish pastries and stuff yeah it was fun yeah no we did we had a cute little weekend it was very fun so yeah long story short guys if i can give any advice to anybody if you feel like the wedding is getting too overwhelming and you just want to take a quick trip somewhere and get eloped a month before it is kind of fun and secretive and wild and i enjoyed it it was our fun little. i enjoyed it immensely and then the next month i remember this tristan for the next month, I took my wedding band off immediately when we got back from the weekend and I mm-hmm. touched it away. Tristan wore his. He continued. He was like, I'm married now. I'm a married man. I'm wearing the spring. And the one or two times we'd see friends before and he would just switch to the other hand. Sly. Oh. Well, then again, I didn't have a job then either. So that really helped. 
Why did that help? Oh no, I didn't actually see, see anybody. Oh. I, was just there with, I was just there at the apartment with the cat, so the cat wasn't asking questions. I was wondering too. I'm like, where are you going with this, Tristan? Yeah. <laughs> right, because you just you had taken the bar, but we didn't know if you had passed yet. Correct. Yeah, it takes a little while before they tell you. I really gambled on you, buddy. God, I know. You bought that debt though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. About love. six figures worth of lot school debts. No, it's very relatable to I'm sure a lot of our listeners. That's right. School debt's very real. Yes, it is. Aww. yeah so that's it guys you know Pamela, i wasn't you surprised i remember when i when you told me i mean you do? i was i, I do here's the thing. after it happened and after we got married i don't know of my friends who i revealed the santa barbara elopement to there are probably f- close friends out there that i'm like did i ever tell you because it's one of those things that was really important at the time that I keep it a secret specifically yeah. because I was worried about his mom finding out on the yeah. wedding weekend. And then like months later, I just like obviously didn't care anymore. We were yeah. married. Everything's fine. Who gives a shit? But I also didn't really want to keep talking about my wedding anymore. So I to this day don't really know which of my friends knows and which ones don't. They'll I do told now. you. Yeah. You did. Yeah. You Sorry. Told me. Continue. Where, when did I tell you? Um... I would say it was probably a month after the main wedding because we were okay. working together. Yeah. So, I mean, we saw each other all the it time and you were like, by the way. killed me. I know. You, I, you know, I came back married from that Santa Barbara trip and just like was like bleeding at my desk. I know. Out of my eyes, not being able to tell Pam. This rule that I gave myself, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no one swore me to secrecy. It was just myself. Just yeah. you. I yeah. can hold on to a secret, y'all. It's true. Um, so you remember me telling you? I do. I do. Because you were, it was definitely a secret. Because you were like, by the way, I got married already. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? what? So I missed both weddings? <laughs> I know. What the hell? Like, yeah, Pam, you kind of you kind of dropped the ball on two. I missed both uh, of them. I thought it was no. just one. Did we talk about that? I don't know if we, uh, we've Did like, the listeners on? know that you didn't actually go to my wedding? <laughs> I don't think we've like truly explained why I didn't what go to your wedding. What was the disease you had? Heartbroken. Had she was she was heartbroken. Pam over me. had swine flu oh and couldn't God. get on the plane. I could not get on the plane, and I was convinced that you were dead and that nobody wanted to tell me until after the wedding. Well, that's actually a really good topic. I was is quizzing everyone. I I didn't want to upset the bride, and I'm like, how do I? Because again, you know, phones are not like I could be like. No, texting you, or whatever. You but notified me that you weren't able to go because you were ill. You told you did all the right things, and I then did, you got out it, of the way. It's yes. a busy weekend. You did the right thing. I'm just a paranoid, crazy person who believed <laughs> that Pam died and no one wanted to tell me, and would ask people sneaky questions to see if they would slip up. <laughs> I literally, I was ready to get on that plane. I told Jeff, I said, just get me some Depends and. <laughs> <laughs> just give me some depends and you know a banana bag and i was ready was to go like happening that year oh it was really bad that year and and i yeah i, got I love it. that you were so on fun. trend with the diseases oh my god <laughs> did you have monkey pox no Bur- I, I think i missed that bird one. flu was a couple of years off if I yeah <laughs> but like like swine flu was having a moment uh, <laughs> and it's terrible let me tell you it was not fun and oh, I really Pammy. was so oh, upset. I cried. I cried the- at your wedding. I wasn't there, <laughs> but I cried. You and our witness. Yes. That's right there. You got that. You had a missing weddings with a case of the oinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh boy. Oh, oh I'm man. so sad. So now we think we really understand everyone's <laughs> perspectives on weddings. Yes. Tristan's case of the oinks. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Terrible. Hey, I'm fever. <laughs> Are you guys ready for some confessionals? <laughs> I think we need to. So Pammy, you're yes. gonna start us off? Yes, I am. Number one. Number one. Do let's it, girl. Do it. Dear wedding confessionals. I'm getting married in six months. I had been planning along and had about 80% of my vendors secured. I was always planning on doing it myself, but recently I got a new job that requires much more of my time. So I decided decided to hire a wedding coordinator to finish up the planning and be in charge of the day of. Smart girl. Everything was going great. Congrats on your new job. Yes. Everything was going great. The Band he recommended was fantastic, and he even got us better pricing on the room block. Nice. We were getting so much done. We decided to swing by the venue, since we were making such great time, so he could see it for the first time. We walked into disaster. I won't bore you with the three-hour process of how we found out, but long story short, we caught the venue filling premium liquor bottles with well alcohol and making it pass as the good stuff. My coordinator asked if the venue could guarantee if the bottles at my wedding would be sealed and he could inspect it himself that morning, to which the venue said, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you can't guarantee the bottles will be closed. I'm having a big wedding, 300 plus people. We paid for a premium open bar. These aren't small dollar amounts we're talking about. We caught them in the act and I'm completely sketched out by the whole situation. What else are they going to be shady with? Is it too late to change my venue? Am I overreacting? I don't want this to be an issue day of and I can see it becoming an issue and one I can... And one I can avoid. It's a lot of money we're paying, and we're paying it ourselves. I have no idea what to do with this newfound information. What should I do from the bougie booze bride? Ugh. Oh, it's so annoying. Okay, before we go further, can yes. someone pick up Ruth? Oh, come here, She Ruthie. wants to be involved. Come here. Oh, my God. That is completely reprehensible. <laughs> I mean, just this is so completely... Beyond the bail of appropriate. Is this a thing? I mean, that's probably a crime. Oh. I don't even know. I mean, well. Get on in. If you are basically. Did this come up in the bar exam? (laughs) Depends on which bar you're looking for. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, anytime. I didn't even mean to make that joke. That's terrible. No, I mean, it's. I I don't know. It just seems like it's it's a bit of a question because you are paying for a certain product X. Sure. Yes. You are paying a rate. You are being sold something very different than that. So glad we have him in here. Continue. I know. No, mitigate the again, shit out of this. I don't Tristan. know about that, but it's just, I don't know. I mean, it's enormously worth fighting over and raising a bit of a hassle over. Whether it's about walking out the door and saying I want my money back, that's a different question. But yeah, I would not go passively because I mean, frankly, you don't even know what they're pulling this stuff from. Yeah, that's the weird part. Like, where did they get these half-open bottles of whatever? Well, I think they're just my They've guess. They've probably been doing it a long time. Yeah, my guess is that bottle of Belvedere hasn't been Belvedere vodka in five years. Very long time. Exactly. Is my guess. And what sucks is that, I mean, I don't. I know all of us at some point in our lives have had to plan a party or dealt with like bars and event planning. Mm-hmm. And I mean, 
an open bar when it's full bar and it's the high end stuff, it's really expensive. Yeah. It's a pricey tag. And I know if you guys are out there trying to plan your weddings, it is a chunk of the money. You know, if you want to go super fancy, Ruth right. would like to get on the table. She has she thoughts. Has she's just say. so angry about this damn bar thing. Yeah. I know she is. She's and you know what? With good reason. She heard with Belvedere and she was like, oh, are we doing shots? Um, can, you, can you insist that they have closed bottles? Is there, here's the thing. Is there another person at, at this facility that, like, I don't want to be like that. I want to speak to a manager, but have you talked to the owner of this venue? Yeah, you need to go a little higher because than here's your contact. The thing. Here's the thing that I would do. And this is where I'm kind of a sketchy bitch who doesn't like to like be messed with. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, as much as I would like every bride to not be scammed over by this company, my number one objective is that I don't get screwed over by this company. So I would be like, if you don't let me guarantee bringing my own bottles in and, you know, or showing me that they're not sealed then I am blowing up your spot to anyone and everyone. Yes. I would start to put kind of a thread out there that don't worry about my business, worry about all your business. Yeah. Because the bar tab is a huge profit margin. Yeah. I'd also put the, I'll tell you what, I'd also put the bite on this wedding planner. Like let this person throw, you are paying this person. And again, this isn't to say that the bar, I'm sorry, the uh, wedding planner hasn't been up in arms over this, but paying them for something and they have some market sway and to say if you don't get this fixed i'm never going to send another wedding party here and i'm going to tell every one of my friends that you're a bunch of scam artists and i i'd lay the yeah, wood on that i would wait under yeah that. absolutely yeah, i will tell point. every single person you are going to give them you know they're going to botch the food Wait, i don't think the wedding planner i think that she was showing the wedding planner. no i'm saying that the wedding planner should be using his weight Yes, to agreed. push the yeah. venue yes. a little bit more. Yes. Not so much that she should be having the conversation that the wedding plan. You pay this person. Yeah, this is what you're paying this person to do. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, let them be your agent in this because, I mean, what they're talking about is just it's just outright fraud. It's like literally. I mean, who's to say you know you ordered the chicken and veal? It's like oh, turns out it's all like stray dog meat. Yep. <laughs> There you go. In Congrats. front of Ruth, who is a stray dog. That's why she's so upset about oh it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Tristan. I can tell you earmuffs. Puppy size earmuffs. <laughs> she would be pretty tender to eat. That's I can my guess baby. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I mean, but like, who knows like where they're pulling this stuff from? I mean, yeah. like they're cutting corners in the kitchen. You're finding stuff that's past date, past date when you're buying it. That's not, I mean, it's not okay. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, Gross. people are consuming this stuff. This is the part you know about. Does she change her venue? I don't know. How you, I don't. I it's know six how she months. Can. I mean, I, this is the thing. You pick. Depends the, on where you are. Here's the problem. You pick this venue because you like it. Yes. You pick this venue because it fits the 300 plus people that you have coming. Yep. When a, you're dealing with a size that that it's that big, you are more limited to what places you can go to find a Plan B. Sure. Like 300 plus, you don't want to go uninviting people because now you got to find a small venue. Yep. I think that you need to bully these people into doing the right thing. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I would just be nervous about every single thing that they are doing. Can you trust them to I do know. it properly? Yeah. How long has that chicken been in the fridge? Oh, God, Tristan. Should they get another venue? I mean, it depends on how big of an issue. If everything otherwise seems on the level, you know, I think about it. But if you start to really have concerns, when you turn over a new stone, and you find out something that's... Is the venue doing the food? I don't know. It's not, I'll be honest with you, it's not my wedding. <laughs> 
I hate the idea of her having to find a whole new venue. I do too. Six months before. But I feel like, I feel like, you know, she just got this new job and the whole reason she got a coordinator is because she can't be on top of everything. The coordinator needs to be doing this. Needs to be on them every single day and make sure everything is up to par. And I think that, that, that I think they need to open new bottles. I wouldn't trust. Right, you're already yeah. paying for it. Yeah. You're paying for the new bottles. You're paying for whatever. All you are asking, this 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 huge demand that's being made is, I want you to give me what I'm paying for. I, yes. I will Nothing say, more. I know Tristan's trying to throw out there the idea that you're eating dog meat. I <laughs> genuinely think that the food is probably going to be just fine. I think that the, probably. the well drink versus the fancy drink is an easy way for places that are trying to cut costs for them to scam. It's a shady. Yeah. It's just an easy way to scam. Yep. And Agreed. I promise you, there is a bar that you've gone to where you've asked for some fancy tequila or some fancy gin and they didn't have it in stock and they just said, yeah. And then they didn't actually give you the gin. You, you know what I mean? Like that's an easy way to scam you out of the money. It's shitty. I don't think yeah. they should. I think it's really awful because at the end of the day, you make a decent amount of money off of those open bars that are the fancy ones. Oh yeah. Ugh. They are making money. Yeah. And you know what? You, you lost one. Sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. Yeah. But I man, think that I stay strong. Yeah. I think that you, I'm with you. I think you should, if possible, stay at this place. If they let you aggressively push your agenda. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I you can start looking the, places, the, but I don't want you to look places. You liked this place because of like yeah. some sort of visual or location. It worked for you in a lot of ways. And I agree with Tristan. You just you're asking what you paid for and they're not giving that. It's weird. Yeah. Leverage the coordinator. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. And if your coordinator isn't bully enough to take it's care of it, enough. you need to get another coordinator. Right. Because a good coordinator, I mean, like we had on Amanda Walker. Oh, she would have been Oh, weddings unfiltered Jessica. Mm-hmm. Right. Again. Yep. And like both of them, they're no nonsense ladies. Yes. So like that they're already not fly. Yeah. So I can't imagine either of those women being like, okie dokies. You kidding me? Mm-mm. No. Right. I mean, if that coordinator basically tells every single co- other coordinator and every other person dealing with it. It's so, a small world. Yeah. These yeah. people are scam artists. They are fraudsters. You should not trust them for anything. Yeah. That is not a great look yeah yeah agreed yeah bring in your own bottles oh well that's a different question right or he has they have oh. to inspect the bottles yeah yeah, they, yeah. Oh, fine or i again i'd be like take it off my bill and i'm gonna bring in my own yeah i'm doing my own bartending yeah either way you, you make have a to, deal yeah you got to do something and you have the upper hand yep so the problem mm-hmm. is you know right now you can't trust them yes. what i like too is the idea of this bride in her like wedding gown like beautiful on her wedding day and as she like glances over at the bartender and does a thing where you're like two fingers pointed at your yeah, eyes yeah, then two yeah. fingers pointed at their eyes i'm watching just like i'm fucking watching you and i'm like please do that on your wedding day if this goes through please just be like i am on this like the first thing you should do as a bride is go up and be like i'd like a scotch neat <laughs> take a nice taste and be like okay <laughs> I'd like an unopened bottle yeah, of tequila. Yeah, but I know this bride right doesn't want to think about this on her wedding day. No, I wouldn't want to think about that. That's... But do do the f- two finger thing because it sounds baller. <laughs> <laughs> 
because Brooke is all over that. Ruth, what are you doing? She's excited about this. This is topic. she always on the table? During she does these do this sometimes. Sometimes she's it's, doing a little dance. You know what it is just Tristan? for all the listeners. The dog is just wandering around on the table. I think it says a lot about our professionalism that we have been able to talk. I know. I'm just it. sort of amazed by this. I'm not here for most of well, these. Well, I think the she's problem not a is big that dog. it's not like a horse walking around on here. No, I think the problem is that. Tristan, is that usually the guest that's on the show is someone who's new to Ruth and just wants to hold her and cuddle with her the whole time. Whereas all three of us know her enough to be like, I'll cuddle with you later in my life and not right now while we're recording the podcast. So what I'm trying to say indirectly is that you need to hold the fucking dog for the rest of the show. I was going to say, listeners, you do not appreciate this dog is fucking adorable. (laughs) (laughs) We need to move on to... uh, I was going to say song number two, but I'm going to say uh, confessional number two. Dear Pam, Brooke, Ruthie, and guest. Ruth, you made it in. Thank you. I really appreciate that. As if you weren't highlighted enough in this episode. (laughs) Hey, I freaking love your show and has made my daily commute so much better. Oh, yay. Yay. I'm telling you, you want to get on the show, you give a compliment. Pam moves you up to the top. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) I'm getting married in a month and I need your help, ladies. And just help in general. Anyone is welcome. I have a dear, dear friend who lives in Mexico and can't afford to come to my wedding in Israel. We had a long-standing friends with benefits situation that turned into a deep friendship and has been totally not sexual for the past four years. He is a professional photographer, has worked weddings and fashion shoots for five years now. Can you see where I'm headed with this? His flight will cost just about what we would be willing to pay for a photographer anyways. It would make me so, so happy to have him for the wedding and other festivities. But I, too, have read online horror stories of frienders, a.k.a. friends Friends. that are vendors, um, and those things going wrong. Is it a total mistake or an amazing opportunity to have my friend here on my wedding day? I brought it up with my boyfriend, and he's not so on board and says he's jealous. I know I can persuade him, but is that really fair? from urgent need help tristan the amount of facial expressions you've made (laughs) while i've been trying to read this without flubbing what are your thoughts oh boy um yeah because you're the you're the straight male perspective yeah give us the boyfriend slash fiance i'm sure he's a good friend and i'm sure this is good natured and and in the best of intentions from this lovely lovely bride who we wish all the best to that said, this seems like trouble you don't need. Um, trouble? Uh, just the sense of... It's if been over for four years. I, I, no, no, I don't mean that in that sense. But in more, if he, if the boyfriend or the fiancé is telling you that he's jealous and doesn't like it, it's more than just like a small amount. Because if it was a small amount of concern, I think he'd sit on it. But it's gotten to the point where he's openly saying not comfortable, which is kind of a long ways. And I guess, you know, it just seems like a kind of thing like if you know it's an issue, why push the button? Like why why do it if you know it's going to make him uncomfortable? And maybe it's irrational, but it's like, you know, it's not completely the most preposterous sort of mini jealousy trivial thing to have i have a question for all three of us before we go any further with this you ready ready have you ever remained friends with an ex tristan 
Um, my initial thought is no, but but not I mean not like anything's ended badly, but um, you just kind of move on with your lives. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pam, wait, ex or I mean, wait, friends just, with benefits? Wait, just to be clear, like, oh. are, you, are you counting Pam? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Pammy, don't deny what we had. <laughs> Tristan, you're terrible. <laughs> Never met this man before. <laughs> oh, that's true. But friends with benefits. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay. We'll include those two. Sure. Have you remained friends with By any? the way, my answer remains no. Okay. Pam, sure. you have remained friends with somebody that you have hooked up with in the past. Yeah. Okay. I have not. But I mean, that's just kind of not my personality. It's I also because I killed them. No, it's because I never did the like. I never dated anybody that was my friend. If I dated somebody, it's like the moment I met them, I was like, I want to date you. I never did the whole friends, and then it became something later. So I don't have this like perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it sounds like she said friends with benefits, which means you usually start out as friends, and then it became sexual, and then it sounds like afterwards it went back, it to, went friends. back to friends. Yeah, and that was four years ago. Yeah. What sucks is that until you got to the part of your, you say boyfriend, I think you mean fiance, whatever it is, like whatever, the the guy you're marrying. Yeah. Until you got to the sentence where he was uncomfortable, I was chill with it. And then if you're taking his feeling to consideration, here's the problem. Ugh, Pammy, what do you think? I, I say no. Um, and two, I have two reasons for that. One, I agree with Tristan that the fiance is openly saying he's not comfortable. Yeah. And I think that that's something you have to listen to. I mean, he may change his mind to appease you, but that still doesn't mean that he's not jealous. Um, and the other thing, too, that I think maybe the friends with benefits guy might also not really want to be there. And he that might be an excuse because oh. he may not want to he may still have something and not want to see you get married. So has he been invited yet? That's what I'm trying to figure out. It's, yeah. Well she's saying he can't afford so he can't, so I'm, he must I'm have been invited. Yes. So you're she's thinking is that he, I know he can't afford to go, so we already said no, but are you thinking that maybe he just said his reason for not going is that he couldn't afford it, but his his secondary reason might be that I just don't want to watch this girl possibly that yes. I banged get married to another dude. Yeah. And not in a like I wish you were with me way, but just in a kind of like, eh, this feels inappropriate. Boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He politely came up with a he way came of a saying good excuse that was polite to not go. That yes. wasn't like we banged. I don't want to be at your wedding. Yeah, which I is think... something to put on an RSVP card. She's so crass! <laughs> My goodness gracious! <laughs> I'm just saying, like the crass version of what the polite. Yes, you know. yes. I'm purposely going overly crass. I forgot. <laughs> Tristan is the one that tells me I curse too much on my podcast. Have I gotten better? You've gotten much better. Early Fuck on. Yeah. Like, I mean, seriously. It was, <laughs> I mean, it was literally like weddings conventional fly from Folsom County Prison. And <laughs> What's wrong with that? Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah. You know. Curse words. Yeah. Um, here's my Oof. thing. I am completely in sync with both of you in the fact that my overall answer is a no. And my big, it's interesting that Tristan went with just the gut of the guy and what he thinks. Yeah. Pam went with the idea of there's a good chance that the, or there's a chance the photographer friend gave you a fake answer and he really didn't want to go anyway. It's possible. Which is real. The third thing that I think is that if you just try to weigh your options between giving your friend this free trip to your wedding versus upsetting your husband to be. Who is going to be your husband after you marry him? Yep. 
So making his wedding day potentially a little bit uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I mean, every time he has to take a wedding photo, he has to potentially fake a smile. Those pictures last for a long time, man. You're not flying a friend over just to hang out. You're flying over the person that's taking the photography. Right, they're going to be there straight through. This isn't somebody who's parked on ta- on table sixteen. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. can't put him in the corner table. Yeah, like so. Like if your boyfriend slash fiance is already telling you he's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. is he going to be able to hide it on his wedding day when this man is taking photos of him? Yeah, that's a lot. That's a time capsule, man. I don't know if you want that. And also add that added stress potentially to his life. I just feel like the benefit of having your friend have a fun trip and getting to be able to hang out with you versus like this other person who is very important in your life being really uncomfortable and you have these documents of it for the rest of your life in his photos. The other yeah. thing. One last thing, guys. Oh, more. I got, I got okay. one last thing. Okay. Oh, well, I things. have one and then you have one. I'm going to okay. go first. Well, I'm going to have to okay. come up with one yeah. now because so, you guys have them. So get to, <laughs> get to thinking, Pam. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is that, so I didn't do this because my wedding photography package was pretty limited because I just didn't really care in mm-hmm. my opinion. And God bless your mother for paying for mm-hmm. a photographer because I think in the end it was a very good move. But yeah, at the time absolutely. I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of people that do wedding photography, especially because I've had a time where it was somebody's friend is most of the time they are involved in the actual day of. So it's not only just the pictures at the actual ceremony or cocktail hour or reception, but they're there when you're getting ready. Yeah. Yep. And that's very intimate. Yes. That is you potentially putting on your dress. I understand they always are very classy about it. No one's like doing a strip show. But it is like, it's a very intimate time with like intimate family members. Mm-hmm. And it's like, On top of your fiance boyfriend being upset about the idea of maybe just having this guy here in general and just being kind of weird. Yeah. Like the photographer on your wedding day is very hands on and involved and in your face and spending a lot of time with you alone when even your potential husband isn't there. You know what I mean? It just seems like. Well, there's one thing she says that he's a dear, dear friend. And there's one thing of being a dear, dear friend. And there's also another thing of that dear, dear friend being your wedding photographer, like you're saying, and just being in your face and not in another country, potentially. Or maybe they are all in Mexico. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, there's something of of actually seeing them there. Besides, yeah. you know, just being that past, being in the past. Also, sometimes you kind of have to boss the wedding photographer around as the bride. Do you want to do that with an ex-lover? <laughs> well, like, they, we're yeah, not I going mean, there. For that day. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? like, yeah. to, Or yeah. like a friend or something. Sometimes but they, when you hire that somebody day, they that work is for a you. friender. You're my employee for the day. But. Yep. There's, that's the difficulty of hiring a friender is that there is these social norms you've already set up as friends that you now have to kind of break when they are working for you. That's true. And there are some people in life that can work with other people and that works and there are other people that can't. Yep. And do you want to find out which one you are on your wedding day? <laughs> Tristan. My only point is... Yeah, final point. Because Pam made her, Pam snuck in a final point. That was really, I did. So that's really good, good too. I like all those points. <laughs> um, so... It's a friendship, but it's been, and again, this isn't, I don't want to cast aspersions on anyone here, but it's been totally not sexual for the past four years. Mm -hmm. Four years ain't that long. 
I'm just saying. So the way I'm looking at a timeline is. I was you get, about to say half our marriage, but it's nine years, not eight years. Yeah, but it's in the range. But <laughs> I learned being, something tonight. Um, it was almost half. The, the point being, really it's not. she's marrying this this apparently n- a very nice gentleman. I don't know what the story is there, but she's marrying somebody in a month, which means she probably started dating this person or met him some point in the last, oh, I don't know. Two, three years. Three to four years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like this person is coming into a scenario either fully aware that this is your most recent boyfriend slash hookup partner. They were the rebound. Yeah. She's and it's the rebound? sort of like it's a little bit of like it's not like or somebody. Or the friends with benefit guy was the rebound. He sounds very reboundy. Maybe. Sexy photographer. Yeah. yeah. It's kind yeah. of a story sort of lays I'm itself in. out. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's not like you're 30 <laughs> years old and be like, oh, it's my high school boyfriend here or something like this is I'm just thinking of the sexy photographer. I'm like posing for him. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You are taking this direction. It's not gone. Now I'm just having an affair with a photographer in front of my husband. Continue. (laughs) Not awkward. Go ahead. I bet he's good looking too. (laughs) He is. Totally. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, it's one of those things. It's like, keep in mind like the, the whole timeline here. It's, it's a little closer proximity than the way these things might play sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, yes, in your mind, it's four years away from your wedding, but it is a year away from when you probably started this Well, keeping in mind, too, you viewed Maybe. it as a friends with benefits situation. He's only thinking of you sleeping with him. Yeah. The 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 boyfriend the boyfriend's last husband. Yeah. Straight male. Yeah. He's like, today. so they were pretty much inseparable. I mean, this is the thing, is that I think yeah. you just... I'm not saying it's fair, but no, it's always it, viewing I, it. I, I don't fault anyone. I like the fact that... The I know we kind of kind of paint him as this like little sad victim, this boyfriend slash fiance. But I think it's really chill and cool that he is open about the fact that he's like, I'm uncomfortable with that. I yeah. think I would be jealous rather than being passive aggressive or aggressive. He's just straightforward to being like, this isn't really for me. This isn't really the journey I want to go down yeah, on our wedding we day. And I think he's trying to tell you in a polite way that like this would hurt my feelings. Yeah. And I don't want to have a fight with you, but like my feelings should trump this random dude you like hooked up with years ago. Yep. And I think, I mean, listen, I think you're a sweetheart. I think in your mind, you think it's chill and it's fun and this is a person. And it probably is. Yeah. Yeah. But I think in your mind that your feelings aren't hurt. Your feelings aren't like in a point you understand that past relationship because you were in it. But your fiance wasn't in that relationship with you. He doesn't know, you know what I mean, exactly mm-hmm. what it was. And he has different feelings. And I just feel like, I'm not saying not have this man in your life. I'm not saying that this no, ex-fian no, no. or this ex-photographer fling or whatever isn't allowed to still be a dear, dear friend. But let's not force the issue. But it sounds like also, it sounds like your your fiance was chill with you and invited him to the wedding. Yeah. You're just not chill with paying his way. There you go. So it's like, it's not like your fiance's being a bad dude. No. I think, shout out to him. I think you're marrying a really reasonable guy that has feelings and that's okay. It's good. And you should listen to them because he voiced them. Agreed. And they're not crazy. No. And I know you want to convince him otherwise and you're kind of mad at us because I think you wrote us thinking that we would help you scheme and we're Sorry. doing the opposite. <laughs> I know. Tristan, you ready to move on to the next one? We're on to... Confessional number three, and as you go through and listen to this, I want you to think of the beautiful blushing bride with my voice carrying out this uh, description. Okay. Hey, dear wedding <laughs> confessionals, I'm about to go totally bridezilla. 
makes I, I see it. You can see it, right? Yes. I can feel it. You can feel it. With that bassy voice. I can only vent beard. to my family and wedding so much, wedding parties so much, and I thought you ladies could be sympathetic with me. And gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Today is the deadline on my RSVPs for my wedding that is in two weeks. Oof. Jesus. Ooh, Why okay. is your Hello. RSVP too close? I know. I know. It's fine. We didn't do the little... We didn't do the little more fancy wedding in favor of a large, casual wedding to include our large families and a lot of people in the very small town where we live. That's cool. As of today, I've received 170 RSVPs of the 335 people we invited. Mm. Hello. People in town were literally complaining that they didn't get invited. It's that hot of a ticket. (laughs) It's thousands of dollars difference between food, alcohol, tables, and chairs for 170 people versus 335 people. I'm going to go on and guess about 50%. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to only get enough for the 170, and everybody else can sit in the grass and watch a seat if they decide to show up. You can go screw yourselves, America. Oh, you wrote that Wait, in. what? Yeah, they're really yes. angry. She's angry, but, but the point's made. I mean, come on. Finish it. From when did my wedding turn into a BYO? Everything. I mean, okay. Come on, people. Come on, people. Give this poor gal a break. First of all, you're not wrong for mm. being pissed. Yes. Maybe I, a little wrong for setting your RSVP deadline two weeks before the wedding. Um, it's but usually a, like three, three so weeks, four. Sometimes, yeah. No, what is two weeks more. before seems very reasonable to you. I think it's because she was trying to be casual. I know. And then and she, re- she seems she lovely. She seems it. very nice. I, hold on. While you guys talk, I'm going to look up how long you should have like, okay. the RSVP. I'm going to say like a full three months. No, I'm two months. Say, two months. I'll say two months. Okay. You say what? Eight weeks. You eight, say to ten, eight, weeks. eight to ten weeks. I say three weeks. What do you say? Eight. Buck, guys. Okay. Eight to ten weeks sounds very... And, and I don't think it's unreasonable. Oh, no, wait. Uh, no, wait. It go, the wedding invites go out two months before? That's the eight weeks? That's I don't eight know. weeks? That's eight weeks. I don't know. I've, it's eight weeks stuck in my head, too. That seems reasonable for RSVP because you have to actually order this stuff. According to the knot.com, okay. which I think is pretty much an authority. It's pretty seems good. A, seems Make reasonable. your RSVP dates two to three weeks before your wedding date to allow enough time for you to get a final headcount to the I carrier. Stand wow. She's I think, correct. I mean, as am I. As I said, it, three. Yes, you did. So you're not wrong. You did the right thing, yep. and people are you, fucking gal. you over. These people Here's, are terrible. Listen, They're I don't monsters. know if this gets to you in time, because by the time you emailed us and the time you gets, gets on the air, God, I hope it gets to you in time. I know. Because I'm livid and livid for you. That's, yeah, you poor gal fucking start calling people. Yep, that's my advice, too. It, here's the thing that you do. The people that are really close with you, you call them. The people that are really close with fiance, he calls them or his mother calls them. You find friends. like You get you, a headcount ASAP. Sp- you look at the list of people that are TBD and you, you assign them to people in your life and you're like, you give me a fucking answer. Yep. And then you make it happen. You're allowed to be pushy at this point. Yes, yes, you That's are. A you lot have to of be. People. That, That's a it's lot. Really, it's really kind of inconsiderate for people to just sit that long on it. I mean, do you know or do you not know? We're running out of time. Come on. That's oh, so frustrating. I'd also delegate like to the family members. If it's your family, you need to call them directly. Yes. If it's my aunt Sally, you need to call her. Yes. If it's if it's his 
you know. Exactly. You go through the list and you figure out who do you know that June, are close to you that could get this answer her. in a day. And then you do that. You have to call because oftentimes that that's phone it right call. there. It's, it's phone hard to say no. Like call. phone call. Yes. No texting. No, you have to put the pressure on people call them like assholes yep and they should and even if the answer is no say well, you have, no. Your, have your yeah. mother have your mother do it or something but it's like or you, know, or, you can't spend all day making you can't make uh-oh. you can't spend all day making 50 phone calls or you get a really great bouncer at your wedding and you fucking kick people out and like oh you didn't RSVP. are you really gonna kick grandma out of the wedding grandma rsvp grandma's a given yeah she's coming yeah be like sorry not on the list <laughs> bye <laughs> If you yeah. want to make this dramatic, but we've talked hire about me, I'd do it. Having like, do I'm it. So having sorry. like the B list. Yeah. So you may have a list of people who that you were going to invite if you got no's and she has all of these people who haven't been. Yeah. I don't know. This big of a wedding it sounds like everybody get invited. Possibly. You know what's funny is three hundred and thirty five people in a small town. That's a whole town. That's a whole damn town. You grew right up there. in a small town. Man, I did. You, I have to tell you, babe, you invited a lot of fucking people to our wedding. There was. There was like my little town where I grew up, we had about 2,000 people. Yeah, all of them were at my wedding. I'd say it's just... That's <laughs> 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 eh, not true. That's true. But, no, no, no. but I will say most people knew about it. There was a lot of people who knew about that damn wedding. Yeah. It wasn't that big wedding. Yeah. So our advice to her is divide and conquer. Yep. Find out how you can find out the answer as much as possible and pad 10%. Ugh. Yeah, you're going to have to, but hopefully calling, it's much harder to say n- no. Or, you know, it, it's harder to yeah. get out of not giving an answer. If, if you, you want to start them, with an email blast just to put the info out there, that way the phone call isn't shocking. It's a small town. People talk pretty fast. Do whatever. Yeah, mm. put it in the paper. <laughs> Y'all invited to my wedding. Why don't you re- respond? That's ridiculous. Yeah. That is ridiculous. I mean, you were literally talking. I don't know if we're going to have another 150 people. That's insane. Oh, You're not yes. wrong to be pissed. No. That is a lot of people. More it's not like the last 50. Wedding. Yes. 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 Okay. Be pissed. Get out there and get your answer. We're angry, yeah. but we're done. Yep. Can we handle bridal breaks? Or are we too furious? I think we need them. <laughs> <laughs> My brighter break this week is kicking the hell out of those people who won't. You know what? It'll make you feel better. It'll solve all your problems. So start now. Bridal breaks for anyone new to the show are just uh, fun suggestions we give to not only brides, but anyone planning weddings of things to do that have nothing to do with wedding planning. So you can step away from your list of RSVP non-responders and um, enjoy your life for a minute to remember that you're still a human. Um, Pammy likes to give a drink. Pammy, what do you have? Okay, I'm kind of really excited about today's because um, it's a mix between my childhood and adulthood. I like the idea of, like, we're talking about alcoholic beverages. You're like, this <laughs> reminds me of my childhood. I know, it does. Pam, do we need to, like, unpack that? Not yet. <laughs> That's a different episode. So I found this on kitchensanctuary.com. Okay. And this lovely person put together a pineapple dole whip margarita. Hello. Oh. Everyone knows the pineapple dole whip from you, Disneyland. You say that. That is a thing that's Disneyland, right? Yes. It's the, uh, the one of the singing birds. The tiki the, bird room. Yes. Tiki birds, yeah. Wait, do you you love that dole whip stuff? So good. Tristan loves it? Yeah, I do. I hate it. <gasps> you are a monster. I don't what like, is wrong with you? I don't like citrus and dairy mixing. I think it's weird. There's no... 
No, the, the okay. whip part yes. makes it feel like creamy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I realize okay. I'm the odd man out. Everyone else goes ape shit. It's cool. It's, but as I say, it's a, it's a feature, not a bug. I, I'm just telling you how I feel. Oh, come on now. I can't help my emotions. Mm. So this is made with coconut cream. Okay. So there's your creamy. Yep. Use the, this, this uh, author used the coconut cream from a can. So you can use whatever coconut cream you want. Yeah. Tequila, Cointro, half a lime, frozen pineapple pieces, and crushed ice. It does sound yummy. I mean, I like a pina colada. Maybe I can get involved. Go. The tequila throws me, but you know what? I'll give it a whirl. Pineapple Dole Whip Margarita. Yeah. That is yes. that's a Pam drink. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My bridal break for the week um, is a podcast. It's kind of, it's weird. It just happened to show up in my Twitter feed like all at once as a bunch of people were tweeting about it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, um, it was you know how they used to do like telethons back in the day? Yeah. Like telethons were like a big deal, right? Like Jerry, like Jerry Lewis telethon? Kind yeah. Of? Yep. So um, this guy named Rembert Brown, who is a writer who um, I, he used to do podcasting back in the day, but now mostly does like writing for magazines and websites and stuff. Like he did recently um, the cover um, story of um, Spike Lee for Time magazine. He did this really big like article on Colin Kaepernick about a year ago. Like he's a really well, like well-renowned, well-respected sports writer, pop culture writer, right? You say Tristan, you yeah, know Robert Brown is. Right. He, he did a lot with Grantland and that whole thing. I think, yeah, my recollection. exactly. So he used to be in sort of the ESPN world, but now he's mm-hmm. sort of a freelancer, does a lot of things everywhere. Okay. So um, Rembert Brown grew up in Atlanta and he decided, I want to help give back to my community. And I was a part of this tennis program when I was a kid and it was like basically where I went during the summers and I played tennis and it kept me out of trouble and I really loved it and mm-hmm. like my mother still goes and plays tennis there so they they apparently have this program where when he was a kid they could never really get it together where they couldn't get the money together to send the kids to go see the U.S. Open in New York like take a bus up to New York from Atlanta and see the U.S. Open they could never get the money together mm-hmm. but recently they've been able to do it a couple times but every time they do it it's like barely getting enough money together it takes them all year to raise it mm-hmm. and the second they're done with the program it's like boom they're starting over from ground one Sketch. yeah so he thought you know what what if i were just to try to do like a podcast version of a telethon and have you know i've been working in media for the last decade i know a lot of people in sports and in music and let me just see who i can just like pull on to just say hi and I'm going to do ended up doing this thing called advantage kids. And it is all the money that he does during this quote podcasting telethon or Mm -hmm. whatever podcasting thing goes to this organization that he was a part of. And um, back in Atlanta where it's like little kids for, you know, they're playing tennis. So um, what he did was he did 24 episodes back to back to back. So he did 24 hours of podcasting in a row. Oh my gosh. When he was, when I found out about it, they were releasing them live. So basically he would record it and like an hour later it would be live live on iTunes and he did 24 episodes in 24 hours to raise $24,000. Oh my gosh. And it was, I mean, they had on, I mean, there were like some ESPN talent, mm-hmm. Mac Miller, the rapper came on a couple of people from pod save the America, like that kind of like political group. Like he somehow was friends with them. They all came on. And even if I didn't know the people, I'm on hour 10. I've been listening to it slowly. Even if I've never heard of them before, they have really interesting stories. And really, they talk sometimes about really serious issues. Like, 
um, they'll talk about like the economics of like growing up poor. And then other times they'll just talk about a stupid topic, like owning like a man purse and being okay with it as a man. Like they'll just talk about whatever topic is like in their head. But but the way they broke it up was they brought in a new person every 30 minutes. So every episode has two to three different guests. And I mean, it's also kind of fun watching this guy who's a pretty fun chill guy to begin with Mm -hmm. start out like kind of tired in the morning because it's morning to like waking up to now being like, oh, my God, I've been talking for 10 hours straight. Like, how am I going to do this for another like 14 hours? That's that's crazy. (laughs) It's like an experiment on his body on top of everything else. So, yeah, I. I'm still making it through it. The and the it's cool is that like you can still donate to them. They're still accepting money Did for the program. They made their goal. They made their goal. Nice. Yeah. So spoiler alert, they already got their money. <laughs> but I didn't find out until like it was already partway through. And by the time I started listening to it, I'm already listening to it. Obviously, it's already happened. But yeah. it's super fun. That's it's called Advantage idea. Kids, and it's by Rembert Brown. And you can find it on any of our podcasting providers. I found it on like iTunes or whatever. Nice. And you can still donate. So yeah, it's really fun, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Tristan Mullis, what is your bridal break for the week? So my break for this week is maybe not the first time this has come up. I suspect it's 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 arisen in the past, but it's a go back to it. Okay. It's the Great British Bake Off. Yes. Oh. All right. So here's the deal. It's oh. on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix now. Here's the deal. As you may or may not have been aware not have been aware at some point in the last couple of years there was kind of a big parting of the ways between the bbc (sighs) and the company that made it and people went their separate ways and it was kind of an ugly breakup and about half the people that are involved on camera at least are no longer there correct when i say half i mean actually three out of four notwithstanding the competitors yeah wow so it's come back and i will say you should go back to it too uh, we did as good. We didn't expect. We were we were concerned. We went in trepidatious. Yeah, I see your face. We were really like, I don't know. And if we watch, super the problem cautious. Is if, and if, we, if you go back, and it's going to be ugly, and it's not going to be the same, you're going to be so damn pissed off about it. You're going to be like, this has just sealed it. My heart is broken, and now I'm. I can't okay. even. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot to take but in. It's different than it used to be. But it's good. It works. They it's have new cute. people. Paul Hollywood is back. The Silver Fox is back poking at your bread. <laughs> your cakes are no good. But there's other people. So, uh, somebody named Prue. These are all, I'm sure, people who are well known amongst English persons. Maybe. Our English Maybe listeners. Not. Yeah. Our, our English listeners probably mm-hmm. know this. Uh, Noel Fielding, who is, I think, a comedian, he sort of looks like. I don't know, Severus Snape's more effusive son and uh, <laughs> two other older ladies. But basically, it works. Yeah. It's good. The charm is there. People like to talk about baking. So it's a British competition baking show on Netflix. Yeah. It, what's great about it, too, is you and can take And the newest away, seasons come out. The and newest it's new seasons people. running. It's good. Does it have a new them. name or okay. is it the same name? Same name. Okay. Same name. And like if you were to watch on Netflix, yeah. it would it would go just be a different series season. one, two, three, four, and then the recent series would be like, why are all these new people here? Yeah. Uh-huh. What's You're good not about my it, mom. What's good about it too is you can like you can easily pull like really like bad slams against people, pull out of that. You like get a loaf of bread, be like poke at it, be like, it's raw. <laughs> Chrome structure is okay, but it's raw. It's raw. It's raw. I'm not eating that. <laughs> So anyways, go back to it. It's better than you were hoping. 
Uh, British made, Bake Off. British Bake Off, man. It's, it's where it's at. I like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. That's our bridal breaks. Tristan, you did it. Broke the hell out of that one. Once again, you made it through a whole episode. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Tristan. I'm so proud of you. Still Happy married. anniversary, boo boo. Happy uh, anniversary to all, to all of you. To all of you. That's <laughs> how you. this works. Well, thank you. The two of you and those who are about to <laughs> be married. You're celebrating better than both of us. So in case you're wondering what true bliss looks and sounds like, it's this. This, this is, is it, it guys. Mm-hmm. Your effusive praise of a <laughs> British baking show. <laughs> So Tristan, life's never been so great. Please, before you go, please tell the listeners about your podcast. So my podcast with a, a good friend of ours back on the East Coast is the worst to first put football podcast. We talk about professional football, mostly with the New York Jets, New England Patriots in mind, because that's where we're from and that's what we like. Worst so you, to first podcast. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter at worst to first pod. Yep. At worst handle. to first pod is their Twitter handle. They'll tell you some sassy things about football. That's right. It's on uh, iTunes too. Cool. Right on. Thank you. Thank you. Do you mind if we tell you a lot about our show now? You know what? Nothing would make me happier. Okay, cool. Perfect. I'm going to do it in the form of a quiz with my co-host, Pamela. My she, favorite. She's been thinking about it. I, I want to see how far she gets in this quiz. I'm mm-hmm. excited. Pam, um, you can find a lot of information about our podcast, including show notes at a website. What is that website? That website is weddingconfessionals.com. We are on social media. Mm-hmm. Where are the places you can find us? You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and most recently, back on Pinterest. Pammy is blowing up Pinterest. I love Pinterest. Oh, I love it too. Um, so we wanted you to send us your stories. We do. We want your confessionals. We want them to be anonymous. We want them to be sassy. We want them to be full of espionage. Give I mean, we're us. literally bringing photographers, photographers from Mexico to Israel or not. Who? Yeah, I Match like that, it. Match that, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Match yeah. That. That's the bar we've set. <laughs> um, there are three different ways you can send us a, a confessional. Yes. One is an email address, which is what, Pam? Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. You can also send us a phone voicemail what did i say you can also send us a phone call you leave can us leave message. us a voicemail that yeah. sounds better it is 434-933-2663 434-933-2663 um we will just transcribe it don't have to worry about your voice we will keep it very very anonymous the yes. last way is to leave us a very super secret message by going where pam go to our website and then you hit on what tab Tell us your secret. Tell us your secret. We from have there, fun with them. Yeah, you just put your name. Yeah, and then maybe. What, is, what do you put in the other box, the big box, Pam? Your story. You just tell us your story. Yeah, your rant, your story, mm-hmm. your venting, your question. question hit, hit send. Whatever you need to know. Yeah. Dear gals, this is what's up. We're Throwing a compliment. You. Moves you up the list. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, send us the story. It's all anonymous. We don't need your phone number or your email address. It's very easy. Yes. Um, Pam, we are available on iTunes. Mm-hmm. What do you want to tell the listeners to do? We want to tell them to hit subscribe. Yep. And leave us a review. How many stars? Five. Pammy likes five. Subscribe, five stars, review. It helps us move up the little random algorithm that we don't understand that Apple does. We appreciate it. Yeah. So more brides and grooms can find us. It's You're true. just helping your fellow man and woman. Think about it that way. You're not even <laughs> helping us. You're giving back to the community. Yes. <laughs> um, Pam, besides mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, yes. we're available on a 
I don't know if it's the technical term, but a shit ton of other places. It is. Yes. Um, We put them in alphabetical order. We did not. I think that like the universe did. (laughs) It may have been me. I feel like the universe told me to do this. It's you. It was too chaotic before. So um, this is what we're going to do, Pam. I'm going to. We're going to make it easier for you, Brooke. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, you're thinking about my feelings. Yeah. Nice. Um, so Pam, besides we put them in alphabetical order, we're going to see how far you get before you fuck up and then I'll just take <laughs> it from there. But you're already, I heard you whispering to yourself. So I think you're going to get at least far enough to not embarrass yourself today. We'll see. Okay. Um, I gave I did you, have some food. So. That's true. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, Apple podcast. What's next? Apple podcast, Castbox, mm-hmm. Castro. Yep. Downcast. Yes. Google play. Yes i heart radio yes what's next um player fm no it's oh. overcast player overcast. fm pocket cast Podbean, pod paradise pod tail pod oh, at podcast attic podcast land podcast republic pod sorry radio public spotify stitcher radio and youtube Woo! you got a lot left to go girl but you got pretty far i heart radio you didn't get to that before i didn't i'm proud of you thanks pammy Good job. Getting there. So that's all that we have for today, Tristan. Thank you for coming. Thanks. You know, it's great to be here again, as but always. Thanks for sharing your anniversary yeah, with me, Yeah, happy anniversary, boo-boo. Happy anniversary to you. I'm so bummed that we finished that bottle. <laughs> I'm just glad we were to share the uh, anniversary with... Uh, with our, with our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> with our listeners, like with Pam. With all of my many, the many listeners. Wheel. My Yay. listeners. Not, not, they're, they're not my listeners and pants no, whistlers or no. yours. Well, they're <laughs> okay. by, by law, oh. they're 50% of my listeners. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. just going to let it go. Um, All right. Pam, now that we're done talking to Tristan, <laughs> yes. I will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kantrowitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam? Check out our website, WeddingConfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.